appreciate the opportunity today to just bring forth God's word. And as Brian and I were just discussing this series on gratitude, it was amazing how much God touched our hearts on just opening some things that we never saw before. Um, so we're going to try to express that to you. As I begin this morning, I have the opportunity to practice gratitude, to share with you and you guys out there how grateful Luane and I have been over these last 40 years to be able to serve you in the position of being an elder and an elder's wife. We're so grateful to God. Um, if you ever heard some of that story, it's amazing what God has done to put me in this position, and I am grateful to God and to you as we minister together through these years. I praise him for that. Most of you got a letter, and you know that I'm going to be, um, not sure how I want to say this, I'm not going to continue to be an elder here at the end of the year, as we go into 2021. But you need to know this. That was just an office that I held. There's no retirement in the Christian life. Um, God has given me some gifts that I continue to desire to practice. He's given me the gift of faith. I really do believe a lot of what God says about himself. I've been given the gift of shepherding or pastor, and I will always continue to do that, to speak into people's lives, to love them, care for them, and then the gift of encouragement, which, like my buddy Barnabas, I want to continue to do too. Um, it's great to encourage people. But let me just share a little bit of what God did to me as I studied this series on gratitude. I'm going to define it later. But in the last seven days, I kid you not, in the last seven days, God brought this lesson to my heart in different ways. First way he brought it into, way to go, Blaze. It's good to see him worshiping, guys. And we're grateful for you guys, too. Bless you on your endeavor, Christo and Faith, and Blaze. Believe it or not, I walked into a bathroom this past week, and on the wall, it said, little plaque, start your day with gratitude. Kid you not. Then, my wife's a country woman magazine. So came across our website with a picture of November's country woman, had this plate in the middle and all the dressings and turkey around the outside. And here's what it said, fill your plate with gratitude. Now again, that's, we're picturing the month of November with Thanksgiving, but um, it was still, God puts it right before you. Then we received a newspaper in the mail. They were basically soliciting us to buy it. Chick doesn't buy newspapers. But there was an article in there 
about being thankful, having gratitude. The only interesting thing about this, it was the world's way of encouraging us to be grateful, which isn't a bad thing, but we want to look at God's way. But it was still God putting these things before me. And then, you probably won't be able to see it, this is a calendar that I have on my desk in the office, and every day I flipped the date. I, I read November 1st today, but on the 27th of November, this is what I read. When God pours out abundance, it isn't just financial. He blesses us in righteousness, in ministry, in relationship, and in worship. All these priceless gifts come in exchange for an unselfish, other-centered outlook that flows from a grateful, serving spirit. It's what God wants us to be. We want to be people that are grateful. So what I thought I'd do, um, just real quickly, is let me throw it out to you guys. What is something that you are grateful for, you're thankful for? I heard something. Family. Marvelous institution of family. Freedom. It's great. We want to, don't want to take that for granted. By the way, vote Tuesday. And vote the way you would God wants you to vote. Pray about that if you haven't voted already. Freedom, family. Let me just say this about being thankful. Everything, even if we can be thankful for individuals, everything comes from the hand of God that's good. Family is good. Freedom is good. What else? My wife. My wife. Did you hear that, Steph? That's great. What's, what's that, Dom? Oh, yeah. He's thankful his wife, Linda, too. That's a good thing, buddy. Keep it up. We should all practice. And Brian's going to get into this the next three weeks. Practice the attitude of gratitude. It should be on our lips all the time. We should be looking and thinking, how can I be grateful? One more th thankfulness. God's forgiveness. Who said that? Phyllis. Thank you, Phyllis. Uh, we're going to talk about that in a minute, but that's something we don't ever want to take for granted. Don't think if you thank God at salvation for your forgiveness that you shouldn't continue it. It's the life bread of who we are. Our very breath is in God's hands. So what we want to do is look at some passages, and we're going to look at a story in the book of Luke that Jesus experiences. And if you can put that on the screen, it says this, great familiar story. Now, on his way to Jerusalem, Jesus traveled along the border between Samaria and Galilee. As he was going into a village, ten men who had leprosy met him. They stood at a distance and called out in a loud voice, 
Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Even back then, they had social distancing. <laughs> Especially for those who had leprosy. Let me just give you a little bit of, of leprosy. It was a horrible disease. Leprosy was contracted by a bacteria, unlike today with the coronavirus or the flu. And this bacteria would begin to eat into the bones and flesh. Many leopards would be without hands, sometimes feet. It was horrible. In the day and through the Jewish law, they were to be separated. The law stated anything that the body secreted, you were declared unclean. So there were certain ways in Leviticus that you had to deal with that. A leopard had to be separated from people. Imagine that, the rest of their life. They could hang out together, but it wasn't a pretty thing. Even today, we still have leprosy. It's a disease we haven't conquered, although we've made great strides of it. How grateful we can be in America that um, we have so much great medicine. So the picture is these leopards, which stood at a distance, cried out in a loud voice, Jesus, Master, have pity on us. Well, we can be thankful that God is a God of great mercy. When he saw them, he said, Go. Show yourself to the priest. And I just want to interject this. That was part of the Leviticus law. Whenever you had diseases or anything, you needed to go to the priest. The priest would even declare if you were healthy or not to be marked, cleansed. So Jesus declares them, go to the priest. Now Jesus knows he's going to heal them as they go. They don't make it to the priest. And as... They went, they were cleansed. Can't imagine that. There's 10 of them. One of them, when he saw he was healed, came back praising God in a loud voice. Now there's a good chance that the others knew too, because he's screaming about it. Hallelujah, God has healed me. He threw himself at Jesus' feet, which is a way of worship, and thanked him. He was grateful that Jesus brought healing into his life through this leprosy. And he was a Samaritan. Jesus asked, were not all ten cleansed? Where are the other nine? Now listen to this. Here's the take I want you to have for this passage. Has no one returned to give praise to God except this foreigner? Then he said to him, rise and go. Your faith has made you well. Jesus, our Savior and Lord, is looking for you and I to be thankful people. And I confess, there's times I'll pray to God for certain things, whether it's healing or to move in someone's life. And when God answers that prayer, I forget to thank him. That's where we as a congregation, as God's people, want to grow in that. We need to be a people of gratitude. 
always. The very breath I breathe is from God. God could immediately take that away. I am so grateful for so many things. Let me just share three scripture verses that build on that thought. 1 Timothy 4.4 For everything God created is good. Remember the first six days of Genesis? It's good. On the last day when he looked at that, that sixth day he said, it's very good. And nothing is to be rejected if it is received with thanksgiving. That's the heart we want to grow in. I, I believe most of us are thankful for that, but sometimes we forget. Sometimes we just take for granted. Jesus does not want us to take for granted the things he does in our lives. Learn to be a thankful people. Brian's going to touch on that more. How do we implement these thoughts? If thankfulness is a godly response, a right response, you and I need to grow in our ability to thank God, to be grateful. Hebrews 12, 28. Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom that cannot be shaken, let us be thankful and so worship God acceptably with reverence and awe. And, and Brian will touch on this a little bit more, but being thankful is mixed with praise. It's mixed with worship. It's mixed with singing unto God. Pretty hard to sing praises unto God if you don't have a thankful heart. And you can simply ask God, Lord, give me a heart of thankfulness. And the passage in Colossians 3.15. You old timers here, we could all sing this portion together. This, this is a, a, just a marvelous portioning to the church of Colossae by Paul. Listen to all the things God's heart is about for you and I to put into our hearts. Let the peace of Christ rule your hearts. Since as members of one body, you were called to peace and be thankful. Let the message of Christ dwell among you richly as you teach and admonish one another with all wisdom through psalms, hymns, and songs from the Spirit, singing to God with gratitude in your hearts. And, what, and whatever you do, whether in word or deed, do it all, everything, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the Father, through him. That word gratitude, and that's the series we're teaching on, it's only really in the NIV. Three times the NIV translates it that way. If we go to the Greek, and this is really neat, it's centered in the word karas. It means thankful, but it's also centered in the word grace. Oh, that we would be thankful for grace. You and I wouldn't be saved without God's grace. Remember when we taught on grace a few months ago? It is by grace through faith that you've been saved, and that not of yourselves. I have no room to boast. Why would I not 
Thank the Lord Jesus every day for my salvation. That's what you were talking about, Phyllis. Forgiveness. I am forgiven completely for the rottenness and the depth of my soul because perfect Jesus was the atoning sacrifice for me. He took on my sin and he imputed his righteousness to me. Hallelujah. Lord, let me be thankful for that. Let me give you two verses. One from the Old Testament. This is a very familiar psalm. Psalm 100. And the heading says this, a psalm for giving grateful praise. How does that fit? Shout for joy to the Lord, all the earth. Worship the Lord with gladness. Come before him with joyful songs. Do you see how it's all interlinked with thanksgiving and worship and praise? Know that the Lord is good. It is he who made us and we are his forever. He will never leave us nor forsake us. Oh, thank you, Lord. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. Enter into his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise. Give thanks to him and praise his name. For the Lord is good and his love endures forever. His faithfulness continues throughout generations. Just start reading your Bible through Psalms. It's amazing. And it's in the command form, the imperative. Those English students, you know I didn't do good in English. Here's what it says throughout Scripture and through the Psalms. Give thanks. That's a command. Here's what it says in Romans. Romans, 16 chapters of telling us the whole story of God. And in the first chapter, it says this. For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God, nor gave thanks to him. That's from God's heart through Paul to us. God is telling the story of mankind. They don't praise me, and they do not thank me. We need to be a people who thank God all the time. For they all, although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened. We're going to look into some benefits of being thankful people, having hearts of gratitude. We're going to look at some of the consequences of not being that. But right here in the scriptures, a person who doesn't have a thankful heart can easily slide into the place where our minds become futile. Another translation says, God gives us over to depraved minds. I don't want to be that way. I want to be a person of praise. So let me just give you some thoughts here to take away with. The benefit of being a person who is grateful, who thanks God for everything, Here's the first benefit. You become a person who lives in obedience. Sometimes people get to obey. I'm not sure I want to do that. Obedience. 
is one of the greatest things we could do before a holy God. And Christ, through the Holy Spirit, now gives us the ability to obey, to overcome the carnal man, the flesh. Down deep where my heart wrestles with the Spirit, what I want over what God wants to give me. And if I can develop a heart of attitude and obey God in that, ask God, Lord, help me to be someone who is grateful to you all the time. In the good times and the bad. I love that portion where Brian quoted Angie. Heart isn't bad, necessarily. We need to believe that. Even when we go through hard times. If you understand the whole counsel of God, hard is good. Because hard, God is allowing hardness, pain, suffering into your life and my life for a certain purpose. And it's not for our comfort. It's to sanctify us and make us holy more and more each day. And holiness, which means set apart, is a great thing. If I can learn to live the principles of God out, I'm in a safe place. I'm in a great place. Obedience is a benefit of having a heart of gratitude. I'm obeying God when I thank Him, when I praise Him for all that He's done for us. That's, today we had a few share what they're thankful for. Take time, you guys who are home, take time to think about what can we thank God for? And what can we appreciate about each other? It's very important. Two, the attitude of gratitude, it's a game changer. Think about it. If every day I can fill my heart with the ability to be a grateful person, somebody cuts me out, I told you, I'm growing in the driving area. I can praise God that I wasn't in an accident. There's a hundred things when bad things happen that I can praise God for. We can learn that. We can grow that. God is always looking out for me, protecting me. It's a game changer. changer. So here's what I'm saying. You that are home and you that are here. Begin to practice gratitude more and more. It will make a difference in your life. Number three, it's already been proven scientifically that a person who has gratitude, who is thankful, is better off physically, emotionally, mentally, and spiritually. Gratitude is the aspect of life where if I'm thankful all the time, it will help me in incredible ways. Better health, thinking better, um, recognizing that God's working all things for my good. I can trust him. Let me finish with the consequences. And I wanted to finish first with the consequences because I think they're very, very powerful. 
The first aspect of not having gratitude or being an ungrateful person. And there's times we've all been ungrateful. Recognize it, confess it, and get back in the race. Help me, Lord. The Word of God says this. Whatsoever you sow, you reap. And in the passage in Galatians, he says, if you sow righteousness, you'll reach righteousness. Well, let me say this. If you sow ungratefulness, you will reap that in your heart. You will become an ungrateful person. That's, that's not a good thing. God doesn't want that. That brings damage to me. We want to sow the seeds of thankfulness. I practice that today on the guys in the back. Steve, Walt, and Dave, thank you for serving hope and serving the Lord. I can learn to thank everyone. I want to thank Steph, if you're watching today, Steph. She's the one who prints out all my stuff and puts these slides up. I thank her for that, so faithful. I appreciate that. Learn to be a person who appreciates what others do, whether it's done for you or someone else. It's, it's just a wonderful thing to do. Ungratefulness certainly breeds an attitude that's bad. Now think about this. Have you said freedom? God brought freedom to the Israelites. 430 years, I believe it was, of getting beatings, making bricks, adding more work to that. Slaves, more. And God came and freed them. And it wasn't, they started complaining before they crossed the Red Sea. And it never stopped. They were people who did not appreciate and thank God for releasing them from slavery. And it stayed with them for 40 years and they never entered the promised land. Those who came out of Egypt, if you know the story, except Joshua and Caleb. Those who were born in Egypt, I mean born in the desert, the wilderness, God allowed to. But those who came out complained all the time. When you and I complain, we have a horrible disposition. I don't want to be around people who complain. Do you? It's amazing. This and that, that's and that. And um, it's such a wonderful thing to listen to God and say, be thankful. Recognize everything that I've done for you. And we don't always do that. It's so easy for us to recognize the bad stuff and complain about it. And then this third point that I want to end with. God is displeased when I'm an unthankful person. Ephesians says it this way, and I love this verse. Find out what pleases God and do it. 
Is that, is that what you want to be? It's what I want to be. But Lord, I need your help. I cannot do this without the leading of the Holy Spirit. But do you want to be a person who pleases God? We saw that in the story of the ten leopards. Only one came back and was thankful. That's only 10% of ministry. But God knew that and he healed them anyway. Do you and I want to be a person that pleases God? If you do, you want to learn to be a grateful person all the time. Let's pray. Father, only through Jesus by the Holy Spirit can I be a person that is so grateful, so thankful. Help me, my wife, and help my family here at Hope to be people who praise you all the time for all the good. Even when tough times, tragedy, you are working it for good because you're a great God and you love us. Awaken our hearts to the mode that you want us to be. People who are grateful, thankful all the time. Amen.